Hey there, lovebirds and lone wolves. It's your favorite sexpert, Stephanie Smith, and we're about to take a joyride through the wild world of sex and relationships. So buckle up, because we're going to laugh, learn, and maybe even blush a little as we uncover the secrets to kick-ass sex life. So grab your headphones and get ready for some scandalous stories, quirky advice, and a whole lot of laughs. Welcome to Let's Talk About Sex with me, Stephanie Smith, the podcast that's about to make your ears blush. New issue, I can't masturbate. Do you guys ever masturbate when your partner is at home? I feel I'm not allowed to. I usually do it in the shower. However, if I take too long showers, my wife will bust in. Didn't you do this? You didn't. Okay. Maybe this is the other point of view. All right. Next issue. I can't masturbate. Do you guys ever masturbate when your partner is at home? I'm, I feel I'm not allowed to. I usually do it in the shower. However, if I take too long showers, my wife will bust into the door and be like, what's happening here? If I go to bed early on the weekends, again, busting in the door, like, are you touching yourself there? We haven't had sex in almost five years. Together for like seven. This year, I have tried, but have been rejected many, many times. It doesn't make me angry or anything. When I do ask, why not? She usually tells me I'm tired. I'm hungry. And now, really? So, like I can't, if I can't masturbate and we can't have sex, it's building up the like frustration. I have needs. And when she does bust in, I usually stay quiet. I won't lie. I sort of feel guilty as if I'm cheating, but I'm not, right? And she usually has this space of disgust and leaves, and I usually go to bed. We should have the sex talk, but she always has an excuse. I'm like, okay. I miss sex a lot, but I think I miss touching myself too. Um, well, number one, you should not feel ashamed for masturbating. That is a perfectly acceptable, healthy way of release. An expression of self-love to yourself. It is. And it is that too, but it's also, you know, it's that it, it's stress relief for everybody. So, you know, no, you should not feel guilty for this. And I guess like, you know, hey, you want to join me? Like I need a hand? You know, I mean, you can, you know, I mean, and as far as like, you know, initiating, I mean, y'all got to have a conversation, you know, can we, can we, can we talk about communication for a moment? I mean, I guess I would just. Five years though. Five years. Five years. Five years. Like, I mean, that's a long time. I mean, you know, what are you, I mean, I, I'm going to say, you know, you must have a good relationship because you're still together or why, why are you together? You know, when, when did you have a conversation last about sex and what you're I doing? just want to say to her, I'm yeah. sorry. She's being selfish though. She's being extremely she's selfish. Being very selfish. If that's what she's if that's, you know, I mean, what are her, you know, I mean, obviously if they've been together for seven years and they haven't had sex in five, um, there's something more going on. And I mean, those were those first two years, I mean, you couldn't have been having sex that often and frequently during the first two, if at year five, it stopped. I mean, what happened? 
you know, um, but I, you know, I guess that, you know, they need to have a conversation about that's what couples do. This is our form of play. Like, what do we need to do to, to get intimacy back in? You're saying that it's, you're saying that it's gross and you're made, trying to make me feel ashamed of myself for something that's perfectly natural. So that's not fair. And if you're not willing to have sex and you consistently reject him, then you should be perfectly okay with him masturbating either in the bedroom, in the shower. And you give him private time. If he shuts the door, I would put something on the door, a little something. And it's uncool for you to actually barge in like that during the middle of some some self-love. Well, and I mean, I guess like depending on where, you know, depending on where he's doing it, I mean, you know. He says it. It's in the bathroom. He shuts the door and she barges in. She takes well, a shower and she barges yes, in. Because that's that. uncool. That's uncool. That's not right. I mean, right. That she, is uncool. You know, if you have your own issues about masturbation, because women do, more women have issues around masturbation than men do. If you have your own shame, that keep it with you. That's mm-hmm. not how men are. Men are not taught to be, be not. No, they're not. And, so, you know, and it's perfectly with it. And, you know, honestly, you need to go figure out how to masturbate yourself to, to help yourself because you're, you know, five years is a long time. Y'all need to go have some conversations. Talk with a sex coach, um, you know. You can help. That's what we're here for, you know, is to is to help you with building your relationship back because, you know, you need some communication. You need to do some things to, you know, spice up your relationship and make these things okay. Yeah. Ask the shame because otherwise, I mean, you're going to spend the next, you know, you've been together for seven years now. Are you going to spend the next seven years doing more of this? To me, it's, it's actually ridiculous. And I would never, ever allow something to go for that long. So sorry, I'm going to, you know, tell you that guy, you know what, dude, come on, make a decision. You know what? Everyone has needs. It's okay. If she's had issues in the past and a lot, there are women that do have, and then it's something that has to be worked through as a couple or individually for herself to be able to come into the relationship. But if she can't come in whole or can't come in with some kind of a also flexibility, you're being flexible, but there's no flexibility on her end. That's uncool. I mean, right. There has to be, right, you need to have that communication to figure out what it is that is going to make you, you know, are you going to stay together? Then what kind of compromise are you both going to make? You know, because it goes. Someone's going to end up cheating. And And, uh, I mean, so much. Otherwise, it's going to end up being, otherwise, it's going to be end up being the shame thing, you know, where you feel ugly wrong and you're going to resent that. And it's not going to be, it's not healthy. Y'all got to have a conversation about it. And again, communication. Right. Have a conversation, communicate about this. And then maybe afterwards you'll be able to, you know, you're either going to come to an end or you're going to come to a compromise. That's it. And compromise meaning it's good for both sides, not just one side. So, and that lady needs to, um, his wife needs to go and get some therapy with regards to masturbation and that it's not simple. She needs to understand that masturbation is a natural fact of life. That's right. Just because she doesn't do it doesn't mean that she might need some orgasms herself. She probably does. Yes. 
we don't know her story, so I don't want to judge her. I don't know her story, so I don't want to judge her and prejudge her. Understood. Something else. I, I'm not judging. Right. So. But if I'm going to say to women, side. I'm going to say to women, if you have been have sexual issues that not issues, but things have that have happened to you in which we have, there are many women in this world um, that have, have had issues. And if you don't work through all of that issue before you are with your partner, or if you're doing it together, those will just continue to seep through and just create more issues, which is what is happening. And I've seen it in other relations, but if you can't, I understand because some of these things are hard. So I'm not disregarding anybody, but what I'm saying is you're basically saying your needs are more important than his. You're saying you need to respect my needs. So yours are more important than his is pretty much what is being said instead of that's not, I mean, no, not, it's not always going to be 50, 50 or 80. It's going to be a swingy kind of thing, but zero, you do everything I need, but I'm not helping you out, but we got married and I wanted to marry you. And I know I've heard women say this and I'm just letting you know, it is so wrong. It is never okay to say, I can't wait till I get married. So I don't have to have sex anymore. It is wrong. It is disgusting. It's wrong. It's, it is selfish. It is, it's not okay because you're living in a false pretense. And this person that you're marrying is thinking that he's going to get what he had before. That's how men are. That's how they think. It's that simple. And then if you don't carry that over, it's just, that's not, just not going to work. Just not going to. That's why it's called dead bedrooms. Huh. Couples need couples need playtime. Just like children get children have have play dates. Adults need play dates as well. And that includes when you're married, you need to date each other. You need to always date each other. You need to always. You need to remember that it's work. Any relationship is work. You can't just, you know, set it down, you know, for two years and come back and be like, oh, by the way. That's not how it works. You know, you need to put the work in and you need it and you need to have a conversation about what your sexual needs are. Um, You know, if it's not working for you and you're not happy with it, you're not getting the amount that you need, require, then you need to have a conversation with your partner. You need to communicate because you need to find out what that compromise is going to be. You know, that's important. And, you know, and in that terms, you know, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people, you know, don't want to have sex. And, you know, in, you know, and I just want to, you know, kind of say that, you know, this doesn't necessarily, this does not, advice does not necessarily um, apply to people that have been victims of sexual abuse on either gender. You know, I mean, that is something entirely different. And if you're in a relationship with somebody who has been abused, then that's an undertaking that you're taking and you need to be extra patient. And be aware of what happens to the people that go through that. And let's be clear, men go through this as well. And so. Right. Well, as I said, either gender. 
Uh, their gender, yep. It doesn't so, matter gender specific, but you know, just know that you're you're in a relationship with somebody of sexual abuse. You know, no hold. You know, there's you know, you don't. I don't want to say you don't get to complain, but you don't get to complain. Sorry. You, right. You got to learn more and understand, and you both you have to you have to have extra patience. So yes, but yes, and not applying, but otherwise. Normal, healthy relationships, you need to communicate. You need to, you need to have conversation. You need to talk about your expectations on both sides. And you need to come to a com- you need to come to a compromise and not feel ashamed, not feel any of that, but you need to know, you know, what you're getting going in. Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, I think we beat this one to death. <laughs> no pun intended. Okay. Um, we hope that we helped you and you know it gives you some way that um to move forward in your relationship right obviously you can reach out to shiloh and she will be happy to give you uh some consultations to be able to fix this you know part of your life all right well on to the next one see you later alligator bye and that's a wrap folks thank you for joining me on today's exhilarating podcast of let's talk about sex If you loved what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, make sure to hit that subscribe button, like, and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Don't miss out on our future episodes packed with even more tips, tricks, and tantalizing discussions. Got something to share or a burning question? I want to hear from you. Send me a message on social media or in my email. Your thoughts and stories and feedback mean the world to me, and I can't wait to hear from each and every one of you. Remember, your sexual empowerment journey doesn't end here. Keep exploring, keep growing, and keep embracing your fabulous, authentic self. Until next time, this is Stephanie Smith signing off. Stay adventurous, stay safe, and stay sexy.